What is happening, guys? Danny Feng here, and today we have ourselves a new podcast, another new podcast, and I'm not really sure which episode we're we're on at the moment, but nevertheless, new episode. And、um, this week, we're gonna look at black bars, and what do we mean by black bars? I mean those sexy cinematic black bars that you see in movies that make things basically super cinematic and makes. The image wide and very、um, cinematic. I guess that's the best word I can come up with. <laughs> But、um, specifically, this week's episode, it's more about the issue on not using the black bars properly in your films. Or I definitely fell into this trap as well. That sometimes I use it in the wrong way. And、uh, this week, we're just going to talk about that. And、uh, we'll get we're going to get into it right after the intro. Here we go. So black bars, black bars.、Um, as I said in the intro, black bars is basically those top and bottom black bars that you see in movies, and those are what makes movies aesthetically more cinematic than as opposed to a film that is、uh, full screen, I guess. But even though you know full screen is still cinematic in many ways, but、um, I guess it just depends on your aesthetic. Uh, choice. So there is no right and wrong, and I'm using the word、uh, cinematic in a very loose、um, sense. But in this podcast, I guess it's a little bit more of a technical issue that I would like to share with you guys that maybe、uh, can also help you guys in、uh, in your films.、Um, because the the issue that I have noticed is that which. Of course, I fell into this trap as well, which is basically when you want to have black bars over your films. Essentially, you just, you know, you just go in your in your editing software and your in your in your editing timeline and you just drop, you know, a, a black bar, probably like a PNG,、um, or just crop the image and then just export it and then put it up online and that's it. Which, depending on、uh, where you want to distribute. Your films, your videos, sometimes will be acceptable. But if you wanna, if you're, if you've shot a movie, or if you've shot, you know, a movie, film, whatever production that you're working on, and you want to emulate those black bars, to emulate like, like it was shot on some kind of、uh, anamorphic、uh, lens or something, you know, just to have that cinematic kind of black bar, you know, format, look, epicness, putting black bars. In post, just dropping it over your video, over, over your video overlays like an overlay is not the best approach for a technical reason, which is, if you're working on a 1080 timeline, for example, and your video is, you know, a 1080 piece of、uh, footage. If you put those black bars on, great, it looks great. You know, it looks great on, you know, on video and you know on the 1080. Uh, format it looks nice and everything, but now the issue is it's not true black bars. You know those are that's information that is baked into your video, and one of the biggest issues is let's say if you render it at like a at like a low bit rate or if you watch at a low resolution or something like that online. When when the quality degrades, the black bars actually degrade as well, and what happens is the black bars get muddy. And not only it gets muddy, but it 
I don't know if you guys experienced this before, but there are videos when, when the quality is so low that the black bars fade into the footage. And that's when you know that, you know, the person who uploaded the video actually just whacked on uh, black bars. And of course, this is a trap that I fell in uh, in the past. Sometimes I'm either uh, lazy and to create those timelines or back then basically I just wasn't informed about this thing but basically what I wanted to share with you guys is by putting black bars onto your footage especially when the whole production you know that it's going to be you know you want to represent your film on a um, 235 ratio or something or if you know that then the best way is to actually just create a sequence that is a 235 ratio framing or 235, uh, sorry, a 239 ratio framing or whatever ratio is it that you're working with. That would be the best approach because, as I said, throwing on black bars and then uploading it, you've, when it plays back at a low quality, you're going to get muddiness in your, in your black bar uh, overlay and this weird fadey look that just fades it's it's like a gradient like a black fadey muddy look that just fades into your footage and it just looks terrible and not only that is the issue but the other issue is that the film that that you've exported with the black bars it's not actually a film that is you know exported at the ratio that you shot it at because technically when you export it with the black bars the resolution, the whole piece is still a 1080 video. And the issue is when you play it on different monitors, the monitors will try to adjust the, um, will adjust the video, will adjust your film to fit onto the monitor. And depending on what monitor you're watching back the film, you basically get the black bars you know, in the adjustment. So now you have this black bar that is stretched and it's, it, it doesn't really like, it, basically the, the resolution that you're shooting at, it's not represented correctly across different monitors. Again, better to create a timeline that is to the ratio that you want to work in. As I said, the example could be like a 235 time, a 235 ratio or a 239 or whatever it is that you're trying to work in create that timeline in your project and then work in that space rather than throwing on black bars. So yeah, uh, monitor uh, compatibility slash uh, monitor adaptation to your movies. Uh, by throwing on the black bars, you're just going to get weird distortions. And, th and you can test this out yourself. You can test this out yourself. You know, you can export a film that's, you know, that you shot at 1080 and threw on black bars and then just play it in different monitors and you're going to see that there's going to be a misrepresentation of your film. And the third point that I wanted to touch upon is those black bars that you've just thrown onto your film, those are data. Those are, the black bars are still data that is basically useful, sorry, not useful, useless data. It's just taking up, um, it's just taking up space, you know, where, you know, like the, the export, the, the, the encoding, the, when you compress it and you, and you export it out as a video, it's better to have it, um, exported again within the ratio, uh, that you want. So, uh, the, the picture comes out, you know, at a better quality as well than putting all this effort, trying to render out all this black uh, color data thing that's just sitting over there that's not really doing anything and it's just taking up data space. And so, yeah, so there's that as well. So those three points basically is why 
I feel is not a really good approach by just throwing on black bars. When you know that your film is going to be at a certain ratio across the duration of your film from beginning to end. If your movie from beginning to end is 235 ratio or if your movie is beginning to end 239 or 4 or whatever, as I said, whatever resolution that you're working at, whatever ratio that you're working at, just work in the sequence itself rather than, you know, throwing on black bars. Because number one, just to recap, number one, rendering your video at a lower bit rate, or if you watch the video at the lower resolution and you have those black bars applied on your video, you're going to get muddy black bars fading into your footage and also the black bars will just not look like black bars anymore. They just look muddy. So that's the first issue and that's due to compression. Second issue, it won't adapt properly. Your film won't represent properly and adapt properly to different monitors different sized monitors. And the third issue is the black bar uh, takes up data space. It will just take up data space and um, and all that effort could just be optimized for the actual footage itself to you know export at the highest quality possible than trying to export these black bars, trying to, yeah, just, it just doesn't make any sense to export black bars because there's nothing over there. So yeah, takes up data space. How to fix this problem? Well, I've mentioned it a couple of times through this podcast. So you just create, just create the, the actual sequence that you're going to work in and then you drop your you know, 4K footage, 5K footage, you know, 1080 footage or whatever it is that you're working at into that space. And if you need to reframe, you can reframe. Usually I just, you know, frame properly during the shoot. But if you need to reframe, you just reframe it in that sequence uh, timeline and then you export it out like that. And uh, that's pretty much it. And um, because I love you guys, I'm going to put uh, a link in the description below where I basically made uh, these templates uh, for you guys, for all the aspect ratios that you guys, you know, would typically work in. And I've made it uh, to work in uh, Premiere Pro. I've made uh, templates that are 2K and 4K templates. So you guys can pick and choose which one you want and adjust accordingly. And of course, this is free to download. So link is going to be in the description below. So you guys don't need to create or you know recreate these um, these ratio sequences. So uh, go ahead and download it, you know, play around with it and, uh, you know, work in this space rather than putting black bars. Cause I'm telling you like, especially with Hollywood movies, I highly doubt that, you know, they shot it. And then in the editing stage, you know, the editor just whacks on like, um, like a black bar PNG file or something. I highly doubt that they do that. You know, they would just make the, the ratio, sorry, the, the sequence ratio that they want to, uh, project it as, and then work within that space and then export that out so that's it that's really what i wanted to share i i hope i explained this properly you know i haven't really scripted anything uh properly out as as usual i never really script any of these things so my my thoughts were a little bit everywhere but i do hope that um this little podcast um piece of content helped you guys uh it's definitely a trap that i fell into a couple of uh, years ago until I discovered, oh, you know, it actually makes more sense to work in uh, the, the, the ratio sequence itself than actually whacking on those black bars. But having said that, just before we wrap up, uh, there's nothing wrong with throwing on black bars. In, in cases like, for example, like, for example, I, if I'm making a piece of content and I know it's just going to live on YouTube and um, 
let's say it's a it's a 1080 video and i'm just talking you know i'm giving some kind of tutorial and things and i and i want to like cut into a b-roll where i want to have something in black bars then in that case you know to me it makes more sense to to put you know a png black bar file on top of the footage as like an overlay also for a technical reason uh youtube uh at the end your end slate you can actually like tag um you know, you can, sorry, not tag, but insert like a playlist and all this kind of stuff and the subscribe button and things like that. If you, if you export, um, your video in like a different aspect ratio, YouTube doesn't let you add these kind of, uh, end slate, um, buttons. So for me, it makes more sense to have everything at a 1080 timeline. And then at places that need to have black bars, I just throw in like a PNG or something, but other than that, if I'm making a film or something, I will just work within the ratio sequence that I want to work in. But anyway, that's uh, that's my little um, uh, little rant <laughs> for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little podcast um, episode. If this helped you in some way, uh, please let me know in the comments below. And also give this podcast a rating if you guys like it. Give it a little five stars because that really helps. And uh, thanks for sticking around all the way till the end, if you have uh, if you actually manage to stick around all the way till the end. But um, that's it for me today, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. And until then, keep on creating, keep on inspiring.